Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life-leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore and welcome back to the Mojo Maker podcast and show. I have a very special guest here. We have, uh, as you can see, bunkered down. I know that most of the world is in isolation at the moment, but that gives us even more of an opportunity to look under the hood. And what better place to uh, research what you're doing in your business now and how you're managing your personal life is to look at your financial health. So it's with great pleasure that I welcome back to the show, you know, a fantastic resource and expert that I love to share within my business and with my clients, Greg Vales from Vales Accountants in Australia. Greg, welcome on the show. Thanks, Nikki. Uh, pleasure to be on. Um, just for those listening globally and also those that haven't met your esteemed self in person, if you could just give us a little bit of an intro around your vision with Vales Accounting and what you specialize in before we lead into today's message. Well, we're a, a uh, Australian-based uh, uh, tax consulting company. I'm a, a qualified accountant. We facilitate clients all over Australia and we do some international tax law as well. And just helping businesses to get the best out of uh, what they're doing um, and some high-level uh, consulting on restructuring and merger acquisition and all, and, and all of that, and valuation. So, so quite an eclectic group of things that we can do. We do. You do. And I think, Greg, we've been working particularly on uh, what I would call uh, our global clients uh, operating on a local basis here in Australia, but definitely everything from small to medium businesses to those that are going through venture capital and funding at the moment on a larger scale. So our conversation today is, as I did on YouTube, the antivirus, so how to stop the panic uh, or stop the bleed, if you like, and triage uh, when you're running a business and running a household. We spoke a little bit before we came on the show on some core pillars that people should look at considering mending the nets right now. So what would you say would be the first port of call for anyone uh, at the moment in their business on how to handle the stress that they're going through? Look, I think uh, firstly self-care in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, your own mental stability, people around you look to you to be the leader, the leadership, you're in business, you've been in business for a reason. Uh, you need to look at how to de-risk everything. Uh, so take care and look after yourself in many ways mentally. Uh, there is help. There's always a way. If you're in business, you've always been a strategist anyway. You've got also a lot of professionals around to help you meander your way through. There are um, quite a far range of things that can, and options to, to look at, and that is, you know, from the from the government stimulus package to uh, some some strong accounting advice at this stage, also banks and any other people that can be assistance, you should look at every avenue. Port of call is also how your staff are going, your duty of care to them. Uh, can they work smarter in different ways? Uh, if you do go down the home office uh, route where they're working from home, have uh, you done all the legal preparation for that? I mean, we're, we're actually, as of Monday, 
uh, all the staff are working from home, but business as usual. We make sure all our information is readily accessible. We'll we'll video conferencing. We'll still meet with all the clients in uh, video conferencing, and we will still be uh, uh, functioning. But again, my duty to care to my staff, and uh, and and also managing the costs. And this is exactly what we're encouraging all of our clients to do. There is tax relief on foot. And uh, again, you need to understand how that operates. And I think the first step, as you say, uh, what I say is just stop and prepare. Uh, You know, bills haven't been officially passed yet around the stimulus and how those things can be accessed. And I think rather than running off from a lack mentality, it's first of all, making sure that your operations are secure uh, that you have clear communications and that your staff understand the the collective co-working situation that has to come in because most businesses as well are worried about confidentiality and once we do go out to a virtual workforce, are uh, giving your staff clear guidelines on how to stay productive, how to keep confidential information, staying confidential and be empowered to work from home and still feel connected. So those are really great tips to get started. What are three core areas of people's working budgets, maybe professionally and personally, they should have access to, whether it's through MYOB or through Xero or their accountant? What documents do you think they should look at to look at their cash flow and how the health of their books actually is sitting right now? Oh, certainly, certainly the, the cash flow. The, uh, the other instance is, um, is that people will have people owing them money, um, you know, and, that's, and they'll all be in the same circumstances. How can you manage your costs? I think first and foremost, the wages of staff need to be taken care of. Maybe you can try and defer some of the other payments and depending on what those payments are and having some arrangements. We're hoping that the government has a stimulus for low-based loans or some funding. I know that, again, it's a proposed stimulus, but we're, uh, you know, people are in current situations need to manage the minutia of their costs and the detail of their costs. Uh, uh, yeah. And and what what can be held back, and what can be uh, what needs to be addressed. And I think this is a great opportunity, uh, not only as a leader and business owner, but also if you're an employee and you're listening to this, and you're listening to people around you who are panicking that they don't know around their budgets for next week. Uh, un- unfortunately, or fortunately, it does shine a light on where our weaknesses or where we may be pushing things under the carpet. So if you don't know your numbers personally, if you don't know your numbers professionally, very important opportunity, I would say, to get back to basics and actually have a working budget to talk to your accountant, understand where do you actually sit in your own financial health. So it's a bit of a a forced declutter and a forced clean out, don't you think, Greg? Absolutely, Nikki. I think you have to seek uh, that professional advice, if particularly in times of wanting to remain calm of how you are. And particularly, don't forget, each each business is run in different levels, different ways, different structures. So yes, that professional help is heavily uh, heavily encouraged. And I'm sure the accountants can, can have a very, very good view to give you some um, understanding of what you should do. And that's exactly what I've been doing with all of my clients. I've run every one, single one of my clients uh, now not sure I got not sure I got a phone call, Greg. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you got a phone call. You got some emails, and I'm and, just and and certainly I'm making sure how everyone is handling, and not only just from their business side, but also uh, handling their men- mental side of things as, as well. And self care. Remember, if you can look after yourself, 
going to be able to look after everyone else. I just want to say as well, uh, in most organisations or in life, 97% of cause of stress, anxiety and overwhelm is actually due to people's anxiety around cash, around money, around their own personal wealth. Uh, Therefore, as uh, an individual, we talk about extreme ownership or self-responsibility. So if you are listening to this, it doesn't matter if you're a financial planner, a CEO, a CFO, or you work at McDonald's, or it really is irrelevant. I think this is a really good opportunity for you to become financially literate and know that maybe you haven't been great at numbers before. Maybe you haven't even wanted to look at the budgets because someone else took care of that or your husband or your wife or your your CFO or your accountant took care of everything. My first thing is to say is get informed. You know, being curious and replacing the fear about budgets and cash flow with curiosity is your number one thing. And it should be through all times of life. What are three pieces of information we can ask our accountants for at this time, Greg? I think really uh, you have to ask your accountant about what the government stimulus is at the moment and the detail of that Mm -hmm. and what that means to you. Secondly, um, how are your cash flows going and is is any external authorities, maybe the banking or the government offering um, interest-free loans, I know that the Queensland government is saying that in some instances at the moment, is that available to you? What are the other small business relief? I think knowledge is massively the power here. How do you get around firm systems? You're not alone. Uh, Reach out, it's not the end of the world. I mean, this is money. This is not your health, okay? You can manage this very strongly. If the revenue stream goes down, you've seen that in business happen many times. It's cyclical. This is probably one out of the box, but at the end of the day, we can manage through. The government will not want to see people and businesses going to the wall, but predominantly uh, people, uh, businesses that employ people. Okay, it's not it, it's not in the interest. They they want to stimulate this economy and assist and assist uh, all that all small businesses and all businesses in general. Yeah, and uh, I, that's I think it's, paramount. that and so if you do want to include a couple of things that I call the three pre the three P's. Uh, you know, this is a moment to let your ego and your pride uh, leave those at the door because getting practical and having a plan. Uh, you know me, I'm always coming up with alliterations, but. Leave your pride at the door, get practical, get your facts and stats and come up with a game plan. And you also yeah. need to be an inspiration to your family members, to your staff. So leading with transparency, bringing all the numbers to the forefront and then making sure that you're not trying to, to dodge anything, but actually go, what are the most practical steps right now? Where are our gaps financially? What sort of cash flow do we need? And then get assistance to fill out those forms and, and actually go for those government grants. So... I think a lot of people uh, don't want to be seen to reaching out for that because they think they can cope. But coping is not a strategy during these times. Don't you agree? I agree. And I think, look, look at your, look at whatever tax relief, the three things you ask, look at whatever tax relief there is at the current uh, uh, proposals. Look at the opportunities that you may have as a result of what's occurring around you. And thirdly, de-risk. Look at all the things that you can de-risk and be smart about it, Okay. De-risk, do a list with your professional as to what you can de-risk and how you can manage yourself in this situation. Let's just, um, let's dive into that a little bit for that de-risking element, which yeah. I believe should be, there should be no winging it. But let's give a couple of examples of de-risking, Greg, if you could. 
Well, look, for instance, um, your revenue stream has gone uh, south at the moment. It, it's not as high. You've got wages coming on. You owe money to the tax office. You owe money to other institutions. Manage that. Uh, go on the front foot and say you're having difficulty. You might need to go into a payment arrangement. You might till the assistance comes. Uh, don't just go ahead and pay all the bills and then worry about then what, where, what else you're going to do. Be very proactive about that. Yep. So one, yeah. And that's one thing your accountant can help with actually is doing a yeah. cash flow plan for payment instalments. So, but you only can know this when you know what your real numbers are. So I urge you, uh, even if you reach out you know, to Greg, if you're Australia, uh, Val's accountants will put all their details down or your accountant, but know your numbers because then when you know everything, you can make a plan backwards. Uh, you don't want to walk into uncharted territory uh, you need to know what you're planning and that will give you robust agility and also a sustainable uh, period of time where you can feel much more in control and back in the driver's seat again. And you're not alone. Every single organisation is affected in some way or another. And I think that collective energy means talking to people about it and understanding the language that you use around this is very important. So staying positive and being practical and not buying into drama. So using those words uh, that I've just mentioned, how would that relate in a business sense? What advice would you give uh, business managers and business owners when they have to communicate to their staff who are all looking to them for an answer right now? Look, I think it's basically um, that we're, I mean, don't be very, very honest about the situation. We are in a very uh, uh, unique situation here and we are managing uh, it uh, thoroughly. We're looking at everyone's best interests. Uh, we are seeking uh, professional advice and we uh, continue to operate at our optimum and our, um, but we're looking at working smarter and, and what are the best ways as we can all contribute to assist to working smarter. And those are the things that have got to come through, the positivity but the realistic view of Listen, we need to take care of each other, make sure our health is, is spot on, be honest with each other, and then we can all get through this. And I think that that basically is the cohesiveness, the understanding, the leadership, and the concentration of knowing your business very, very well. And this is a massive test for people knowing their business very well and what they're good at and what they're not good at. And I've always said this, that the the smartest know what they don't know. And what they don't know, they'll seek from the professionals that they have around them and the good people that they've had over the years. And if they're not the right people, find them. Make it happen. And how do you know when you are getting the right advice? How do, how do people trust? There's a, a sea of experts out there now. There's the other thing, Greg, is everything goes virtual. You know that people are offering financial advice and opportunities at the moment on how to get assistance. I think part of that due diligence is figuring out the credibility behind the expertise that you're sourcing. So from an accountant's point of view, uh, what would be three good questions or ways to check the advice you're getting or who you're going to engage are the right people? Look, I think in the first instance, it's got to be your cash flow analysis and then having a look and seeing the practicality of that and the understanding. Also, what are the resources they're suggesting? You know, whether it's a bank, whether it's the ATOs, which is the tax office's relief and understanding and negotiable, uh, what other things that they are assisting with you to minimise your costs and maximising your input at this stage. They've got to be showing uh, some practical, I mean, not, 
not everyone is going to have the, all the answers for your business, depending on how far you've let this go. Uh, but you have to take the proactive nature. The onus is on you as the owner of the business, first and foremost, to take on an understanding that you need this assistance or you need some, you know, and the best of my clients and as successful as they are, still picked up the phone to have a chat and, and double check on things and see how things are, are going. And that's very productive for them. And I've been proactive in ringing them all up anyway, but that's important. So I think, you know, being informed, asking questions, being curious rather than fearful. And let's just shift chairs for a little bit, Greg. If you're an employee, if you're a contractor at the moment and you are worried about what's going to happen, uh, what sort of questions could you ask your business manager or business owner? And how can you plan during uncertain times to add value to that company and be flexible? For example, one of one of the great clients that I work with at the moment, they're going through huge shifts because there's been uh, organization uh, sections of the organization that have had to be shut down due to isolation, you know, retail company. And therefore, that, that possibly means redundancies and it possibly means all sorts of things. So the communication to staff, but as a staff member, uh, being flexible during these times and being collective to say if everybody's willing to go three days a week, that means everybody gets to keep their job. So having a sense of community as Absolutely. is important. Absolutely. And in fact, I did have that conversation with a client today, Nikki, and then that about that, about the about the flexibility of perhaps uh, in order for everyone community understanding maybe is, is that do you need to go to the three-day-a-week uh, functionality for the greater good of keeping everyone employed? These are the smarts that need to be uh, worked out from the employee uh, level and the leadership level around you and the external bodies. So absolutely, there, there are other things that uh, uh, creatively that should be... Uh, Forethought, yeah. Uh, the greater good of the company and keeping that existence rolling, especially the culture, the aspects of duty of care. I mean, that's when I think in these times of crisis, you want to see who's stepping up. You really do. You want to see it, and and every employee is looking for that leadership and that correct leadership to step up and assist in in many ways and 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 show that forethought and direction. And this will be a real test for a lot of companies and businesses and leaders out there in this very, uh, in this very moment. Yeah, and I think that's, um, you know, I was just making a note before about what we're talking about because I want to put a couple of things on the show notes. I think what we'll do, Greg, is we'll just do a quick A4 cheat sheet from this. Yeah. Um, but I really, I really want to throw back to self-responsibility. You know, one of the things that I don't like is this us and them mentality between owners, employees, contractors. We're all part of it. This is a, a cycle where we're all, you know, mutually involved together someone with the vision to run a company feels extremely responsible for all their stuff i know you know with my stuff i think we've got eight people that i feel personally responsible for during good times let alone crisis times like what about their families how can i keep everybody ongoing how do we make sure that everyone knows what they can budget on that clarity around what's the thin red line so if you're an employee it's not really an us and them, your owner or your manager or the, or the, you know, the person that leads your organization probably feels 10 times the stress as well of trying to keep every, you know, make all these decisions. So I think we have to bridge that gap and look at everybody and say, we all need each other right now. And if you are listening to this, how can you add value? How can you actually, instead of talking in the corridors negatively, be part of the change that you want to see? 
so that we can all support an organization to stay in business and that sustainability and to help each other out. Um, divide and conquer, I probably say, would be the right term for that. Yeah, absolutely spot on. I mean, uh, the fact of sitting with your, uh, you know, whatever uh, level you're at, but sitting with your senior people and your staffing and to, have to let them take ownership of this. How do we work smarter during this time? What are the things that we can do? What are things that we do uh, differently? In fact, as I said, crisis creates opportunity. And in some ways, you're working and understanding how your functionality of your business can be diversified. How can it be more robust and flexible in different ways? How do the staff also can be flexible in many ways? And how, what new skill sets are they picking up from this? How are they learning? I mean, for instance, as I said, we're going, um, uh, everyone's working from home as of Monday. We've already set up that whole infrastructure and yep. how that's looking, and, the, and it's been an absolutely worthwhile functionality and it's business as usual. So, you know, for us, I've, created, I've thought of that as just a massive positivity. 100%. And I, I always believe, uh, and I said this on my video on YouTube, Antivirus, which I thought was a great title, <laughs> but is, is really, you know, I, I know there's been lots of stuff on Instagram, you know, our grandparents went off to war, we've been asked to go home and sit on the couch. Like, it's... Yes. It's, there's been, you know, it's, it's really, I see this as an exciting time. I see it as a time where you see people's true colors. I see it as a time where you have a chance to replace the filter that you use on life. And also we've got kind of a forced meditation, if you like. We have a forced time for self-reflection. Correct. Correct. We have a, a forced time to look at your well-being as an individual, uh, where your immune system not your, just your company immunity to change, but your personal immunity to stress, where working longer hours and winging it is it, your vital ingredients are no longer an option. It is a co-requisite for your existence now. And I think that this has forced people to be accountable and to look at all facets of being a great leader. So, you know, working from home, and I love the idea of skill sets, one of the things that we've forgotten about is, you know, running our own local gardens, uh, things that you can fix at home, like actually using this time to bunker down, maybe learn the guitar if you have to, have a conversation with your children. I think it's re-engaging uh, activity for individuals. And as leaders, if you're looking at your bottom line right now and you're afraid, this is a great opportunity to know your numbers. And if you don't, uh, and the light is shone on that, then don't be embarrassed by that, but go, wow, this is an opportunity for me to see where the gaps are uh, and to become more educated. Absolutely spot on, Nikki. And, and a couple of the other things is that while you're managing your numbers, you're understanding the climate, you're understanding the environment, there are some things that you will not be able to control. So, uh, so what will you do? You might look at other opportunities. What are the diversifications in my business and what other angles can I look at in, in terms of my future for the business. Well, what if this occurs again? How can we do things better? There has got to be a lot of positivity out of this. Just manage it. At the end of the day, we don't, mental health is massively important at the moment. Uh, you know I'm on the board for one of the uh, outside the locker room and yep. in terms of our, our mental health, and we've been very much in seeing an increase in, in people's managing of their health. Also, people's anxiety levels have gone through. You know, the other things, you know, do maybe do some yoga, do some meditation, as you said, do some exercise. Think of all the positives. I, when I go for a walk in the morning along the beach, I, I, all of the creative 
opportunities come to mind or I think about the clients and how I can assist them in different ways. Just 100%. stimulate you more of more of your of what's occurring here, and have a look what's happening around the world. Have a look at what's happening in other states. Um, be more macro about it, and then and then make sure that you're you're adhering to uh, all of the all of your gut feel really that's made you quite well in business because you're not in business for no reason, and so be stick to a lot of those instincts. I love that, Greg. So just to wrap up at the moment, for any of you listening to the show, uh, we wanted to do a deep dive not only on how you can handle crisis mode for yourself, your budgets, your staff, and working virtually if that is required, but you can use this time to look under the hood and it's a forced time for reflection, uh, for understanding, education, curiosity around your numbers, uh, and not to wing it. You know, coping is not a strategy. We want to empower you if you're listening to this to get a pen and paper out and to not just be stuck in a device, but to actually go back to basics and go, uh, you know, what is the now, then and next and to organize your thoughts. What do I need to focus on now? Then what is the next thing? And then after that, and I always write a little what if box with the variables. So once you've got that stuff out of your head, because if you leave this concern, this worry and these conversations in your head, you're taking up extremely important hard drive space, which is where creativity, flow, and agility come from. So Greg and I are both telling you now, resilience isn't really the word we want you to use. We would rather use the word agility and evolution and to, to see the opportunity in this area for you to declutter, clean out the backyard. And Nikki, a lot of a lot of people that, you know, and I listen to a lot of wonderful podcasts going on and there's, there's so much value in that. And one of the things that we talk about is that, that you may listen to us and take on board and it's, it's not just buzzwords, it is action. You know, people look at your actions, they will follow your lead. So make sure you're leading with your actions and your words and be solid in terms of backing up what you're saying. And as I said, this is a call for real strong leadership with some compassion and understanding as well. And I'm sure there's always some answers there. If you're not, reach out. Exactly. So there you go, guys. We want to empower you not to sit and keep worrying about things, but to be practical, to have a game plan, uh, and to be on purpose with your thoughts, with your communications, to be transparent. And you don't need to have everything figured out. The key to this period of time is to ask questions, choose the right experts, get informed, contact your accountant, communicate with your team, and this is a very exciting time for you to amplify your leadership. Uh, and what you say is going to be times 10 by what you do. So make sure you're in total alignment. We're here to help you. You can reach out to Greg at valesaccountants.com.au or you can reach out to Nikki at thevitalitycoach.com.au. I'll put all the show notes. Greg and I will create a quick 10-point cheat sheet for you with some links as well. We will be updating you on any government stimulus packets here in Australia. Remember, there are state uh, derived ones as well as national programs. We encourage you in your own countries to go and source out and also talk to your financial advisors and talk to your family uh, and talk to your staff. If your staff are all worried about their own cash flow, it's a great time you can empower them to run a budget uh, and to feel that you're part of a collective area of change. So thank you so much, Greg, for your time. I know that you're in bunker mode at the moment helping your clients. I really appreciate it. And we will wrap up those points on the show. More on the YouTube Vitality Coach TV and we'll put all the notes there. Please leave comments, like and subscribe. We'll give a quick three-minute wrap-up of this show if you're super busy. So don't feel that you have to listen to the 
the deep dive with the big deal. You can do that later. But right now, Greg, last comment, one last piece of advice from a tax accounting point of view to avoid chaos. Well, again, knowledge is power. So try and be very, very educated about what is going on and be very, very open to the flexibility of what you've got to do. And um, I'm sure you'll get through this um, and keep your mental health strong, stable and uh, have good people around you. Um, and it's not the end, it's, it is not the end of the world. No, it's a great chance for some housekeeping, guys. So stay vibing high, be practical, use your intelligence and remember, back yourself. There is a reason that you're in business in the first place. Uh, we're all just as important as each other. So reach out if you've got questions. To Greg Bales, thank you for making time during this busy time. Uh, Pleasure, Nikki. And, um, and we'll see you next time on the show. Remember, guys, please leave us comments, reach out. We're here to help you, and there will be contact details at the bottom of this post. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And uh, thank you for tuning in to The Mojo Maker. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.